0: i
1: Welcome back to Setting the Screen, everybody, a Jeff Needs Help production. Uh, Tonight is the uh, first episode of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier episodes that we're going to do throughout the show. If anybody you know listened to us go through WandaVision, uh, we're going to do sort of the same thing. It it may not be as investigative and as um, detailed, but it's still going to be just as much fun because I've still got the two best in the business. I've got Stephen Gillespie. How are you doing, Stephen?
2: Hello, thanks for having me on. Excited to partake in another Disney Plus series with you, fine gentlemen, today.
1: I'm pretty excited. I got the, I got the, the one-on-one. I got a Rob Cruz. What's up, man? Man, it, it feels
3: like I haven't talked to you guys in a while. Uh, I know, I it's been, been man.
1: Two weeks. It's, it's, it's been a long time. That's right, no. That's, you missed the finale, so it's yeah, been a few I weeks. I missed the
3: finale, but, um, but you guys killed it, though. I'm glad I'm able to do this one with you guys, definitely. Oh, we yeah, missed
1: absolutely it for man. sure. Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. Um, and the, I think this was going to be fun too. It's a different type of show, so it's cool. It's a total, you know, uh, total change of pace and everything. Yeah, but, so
2: Jeff's type of show this time. There's no witches.
1: That was that was my main <laughs> comment. Way less witches. I hope there is witches, uh, dude. I'm telling you, if a witch shows up, I'm gonna be so angry. If there's witches, I don't know. So let's <laughs> so. But that's it, man. So, uh, so, if anybody doesn't know, this is a spoiler filled episode. Uh, we'll talk about anything and everything we want about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. You know, We'll break it down. We'll just kind of discuss our reactions, reactions to it, and uh, all, all the good stuff. So, uh, without f- further ado, let's get started. Let's start with our usual the knee-jerk reactions so you saw the show and just your 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 first thoughts before your rewatch, before you investigated before you dug into it uh rob you go first man What was your knee-jerk reaction
3: i liked it a lot it, it was definitely a change of pace i guess i knew that it wasn't gonna be like wandavision going into it but i still had maybe a little bit of of reserve in the back of my mind thinking okay what are they gonna do with this one since wandavision was such a great success and so many viewers, I think it was the most viewed um, show on any streaming service while it was, you know, since it's premiere. Uh, so I was just kind of just expecting wow. something crazy in, in the first, first couple of minutes of the episode, but it was a nice change of pace. It's it real slow. It really does feel like um, a, a real, a true MCU movie at this point, just broken up into
1: chapters, essentially. Cool. Steven knee jerks.
2: Yeah. Um, Rob kind of spoke on my initial feelings as well, right? I thought that it was very different from WandaVision. I mean, WandaVision was probably one of the most unique and successful cinematic experiences ever, you know? And um, Jeff, I believe that you pointed out that originally they were supposed to be revealed in reverse order but for whatever reason they decided to let yeah, wandavision was, go was, first
1: production thing because i believe it was all because of covid that things just uh, schedules and things got changed around i think this was supposed to be first maybe even i don't know if loki was supposed to be out but anyway they kind of got uh changed up a little bit yeah
2: and i could only imagine how different it would be like if this one feels like it should have been first you know what i mean like kind of that slower pace and then wandavision just came in and would have come in behind it and completely blew our minds. But still, I like the the fact that they did release it in the order that they did because, you know, Rob, like how you said that you kind of had a little bit of that reserve that is going to be crazy, like a lot of, you know, switching of scenery and, you know, character reveals and stuff like that. This one felt more like a chronological type, um, you know, kind of a, I don't want to say basic plot, but it really wasn't anything – crazy over the top which was nice you know it felt yeah. more like your boots to the ground type of story jeff that you yeah, really yeah. like and uh you know it felt more like a along the along the lines of like a crime suspense you know type yeah. type show it was just very different and i liked it a lot it i didn't feel like i had to pay attention to as many <laughs> things and pause and all that stuff it felt like i could just enjoy it in real time
1: it, yeah, there you go. So I'll give you mine. It's a little more relaxing experience. I, I like it better because these are just, you know, I, I've said it coming into it. I was not disappointed. Um, Anthony Mackey is my dude. I love everything he's in. Yeah, uh, He's a great actor because he, he can do the action. He can do the drama. He, he is a well-rounded actor. So he gives you just like, just like Elizabeth Olsen just did in WandaVision, but I'm glad that WandaVision was in between because the last thing we saw was end game. And the last thing part of end game was just straight action for a half an hour. So I think if we would have went right into winter soldier with just the action again, it would have felt too, um, uh, just baseline usual. usual. Like, okay, we're doing this again. So I think it's really great that we had WandaVision to completely, completely turn us upside down. And then now Mm -hmm. we're back to this, and I'm like, oh, yeah, this is the Marvel that, like, I love. And so that, that's, that was my thing. Yeah, I at first I was just, like, okay with it. But then I'm like, no, I think I like it. And then once I started dissecting in my head each part, I was like, okay, I like that part. I like that part. But I notoriously do not like this version of the Winter Soldier. I just don't think that Sebastian Stan is that great in the movies. Uh, he, I never – I've I've said it I don't know how many times in tweets and in whatever, podcasts or whatever. <clears throat> we – Viewers and fans of Marvel never latched on to Bucky like I think Kevin Feige thought we would. There was just like that character was he was a big part of the MCE universe. And um, I just don't think we ever cared as much about the winter soldier as they wanted us to to make those movies matter, like Civil War and stuff. That that's just me.
2: Well, I think that's kind of what the looking back at it, you kind of when we first started with WandaVision you felt the same way about wanda right no, like yeah, he's,
1: he's an exact same boat as wanda
2: like, and that's the thing like, and i i think me, that that's okay. what's brilliant about these disney plus series is that we're starting to get a little bit more focus on the people who couldn't garner as much attention through yeah. the regular avengers and storylines and things like that because now wanda is like right one of our one of my favorites and i was more along the lines as you and i think that this could be prime position for winter soldier to you know, raise up in a lot of our, you know, or regards on him.
1: So before we get started with the breakdown, we'll go we'll go around here. What is your like your history with with the Winter Soldier and Falcon and the MCU? Like, how do you feel about them and things like that? Like, Rob, like just coming into this, how did you feel about the two cha- the main characters in the show?
3: So I, I get I completely understand what, what you're saying about the Winter Soldier and, and how Bucky not really hasn't really played like a huge role. Because when whenever he was in the MCU, it was very spread out. Obviously, we yeah. saw him in, in Captain America, and then we saw him in Civil War, and then we saw him at the end of I think Black Panther. Yeah, you know him in Wakanda. So we haven't really had time to really invest in him. We see, uh, okay, oh, it's Winter Soldier again. Cool. We'll see him in another three movies. I so I, I but I, yeah, I haven't really been really vet- someone that i look to as a like he's a nice addition i i do like sebastian stan as an actor obviously falcon i love anthony Mackey. i first saw him in the adjustment bureau and i've been a huge fan of him ever well, since I'm anything he you. is in him denzel and like the rock are the three actors that if they're in a movie i'm going to watch Dude, i don't I'm care really what it is
0: you.
3: yeah anthony Mackey is is the goat um he's up there with ryan ryan fitzpatrick in my book but he, he <laughs> oh, so yeah obviously <laughs> well, done. well obviously done. i love the i love the falcon and his character um i think it was very nice that they started off you know very action filled with that yep. with that chase through through the canyon um yeah. yeah
1: yeah so steven what's your what's your relationship to these two and then we'll we'll get right into that action scene that rob's talking about
2: yeah so just you guys know the you guys know that with the winter soldier he's more of like a plot figure he wasn't mainly a a, a character right like he was used to kind of tell a story through him yeah without really doing much of the talking himself if that makes sense like he was basically like a vessel to help develop captain america and build his yeah. story and then also with Civil War, like they they needed a reason to yeah. have Iron Man and Captain America fight each other. And what better way than Captain America's best friend to kill Tony Stark's parents. Right. Like so
1: which they I, basically- didn't, I thought that story was OK. Like I approved of, of that by the time I got to the end of Civil War. I'm like, OK, that makes sense. And that that builds the distrust and all that. So I, I didn't hate that.
2: Yeah, it would take more than just like no, I don't want our identities to be secret or yeah, I want our like it, it took more than that. And that's basically where Sebastian Stan has fallen. He's more of a uh, he's more of a, a chess piece. It feels like in the MCU to kind of help progress things along as opposed to being a main character. And then Anthony Mackie, I, I love him as an actor. But if I'm talking specifically MCU, he's mainly just been comic relief. And I'm glad to see him be putting us a, in, a, in a position in the MCU to be more of a serious character, a guy that you you develop more of an appreciation for, not just because his quick wit, right? But because he's a a great superhero. And I think that kind of where Clint was, right, as Hawkeye, he was a a guy that had more of a a front and center role as an Avenger and people relied on him more. I could easily see Falcon kind of shifting into that role in the MCU now, kind of being not really the main guy, but an important guy moving forward in, in the, in the, in the main group.
1: I would say, well, we'll get into predictions later, but I would say you're close. And I would say Anthony Mackie did what they wanted Hawkeye to do. I think he did it better. And I think he mm-hmm. did like winter soldier. I think he did it better. And I would, I would push back a little on the comic relief thing. I know what you're talking about, like with Ant-Man and then the later movies, but I thought his um early, like our introduction to him in civil war as the, uh, the kind of the, uh, kind of a counselor, um, you know what I mean? So,
2: feel like in that movie, the whole on your left,
1: oh, what well, he runs faster than me. Like, That's you know one of my favorite mean? parts
2: in any movie. Yeah, so
1: I see what you're saying. You're right, it still was lighthearted, but I thought that um, he's
2: not really like you're, was, but, you're not, you're not like invested in him. On see, like, I, was, I, on was, I was on so a human, was. like a human level, though. Like, but, you, you, you grieve with Iron Man, you grieve with Captain America, you grieve with Thor and all these other characters, like, with, with you know, Falcon, you just laugh with him. Like, oh, that's no, Like, I
1: don't think so. at like, all. I'm the, I'm the exact opposite. I'm totally invested in Falcon. Like from, from I mean, I am too,
2: but I'm just saying no, I like, I, the, the depth saying, of his character.
1: I, I, I feel the way about him that you, like, you feel like you're talking about these other characters. Like I really did latch on to him. Plus I came into a huge, a huge Sam, you know, Wilson as Captain sure. America fan and with a history. So I was ready to be tied into it. Me and Rob talked about it. I mean, you know Anthony Mackie. You know I wear cape everywhere. Oh, I, I love know. Anthony Mackie. Oh too, no, man. yeah, I think we all agree on that. So that that's that's cool that you say that. Though that's how we're different. Like I was, I was probably invested in Falcon, like people were invested in Wanda. As to where mm-hmm. I didn't care about Wanda, so I think that's a good correlation. So yeah, that's cool, man. That's cool. I like that. So let's uh, let's get into this. So it opens up. You know, Rob mentioned it. It opens up with just straight. You know, like you guys say, MCU action scene, which I kind of like because we hadn't seen that. That's been a couple years since we've seen some real MCU action. And uh, this is this was my kind of thing. And I think I'm not a witch fight guy. We talked about it. (laughs) I'm a, you know, flying around, hitting things hard, loud and booms and everything. And uh, I thought they did a few a few great things like um, I'll touch on a couple of them. Uh, I thought the way he uh, dropped out of the helicopter to start, kind of like Captain America, a la Captain America, and yeah. um, that would have been the Winter Soldier. The beginning of that, I thought that was cool. His confidence, but like I said, it, once again, it's Mackie. You believe everything he does. You know what I mean? Like you really yeah. buy, you really buy into it. And I thought that was super cool. I thought uh, I just thought, I thought it looked pretty good. Yeah, you know, I thought you got you got he got to use the full you know Falcon arsenal, you know, pretty well. So. I I I think it was a good way to start the series. Uh, what do you, what do you guys think? You can go ahead,
3: Rob. I think I think it was it was tremendous. I think it was perfectly planned out and I think it was the right way to go. Um just because One Division it's One it, Division was literally like a a, a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. You know, you had the first couple of episodes that were pretty good and then you had like episode 4 and 5 that were <laughs> had us thinking that the next four episodes were going to be, you know, these <laughs> crazy special. things. And yeah. then it just dropped. And we were, we were really questioning the the quality of those last few episodes. Um, and then to just go straight into an, an action scene that, that would normally be maybe in the middle of, of a Falcon movie, you know, that would be the climax, the, the big battle. Uh, it, it was a nice change of pace. It was something to kind of keep me interested you know, from the start, be like, all right, cool. This is going to be a real MCU type of yeah. show.
1: Yeah, I agree. What about you, Steven?
2: Yeah, I, I totally agree. I love the the action sequence. It's a great way to start, you know, Jeff, your boots to the ground type of show. Yep,
1: I was, I, I was um, in. I was in immediately.
2: The flying, you know, hearkening back to Red Wing, who we saw kind of creeping Super into cool. the MCU. It was cool to see him in action. The whole, you know. We have to stop him by this amount of time or you know our mission is failed so this like your mission impossible type yep. feel to it where he has to swoop in at the last second and save the day Cla- classic action hero type stuff here and uh it was a great way to to introduce anthony mackey's you know falcon in the show i, r- I really like that sequence yeah. really fun
1: yeah i thought so too i liked uh Speaking of which, I liked his his buddy, uh, his guy on the ground, uh, Torres. Yeah, Torres he was really good. Really liked that character. Just, I, I thought the actor, like, just, I really bought it. Um, I, I was in, and you know, I mean, I'm I'm in on a, and and once again, and
2: Batroc too, right? Like the last time that we saw him yeah. was in the Captain America movie, and it was cool to see him get brought back in into the oh, yeah, yeah, MCU yeah. too.
1: It really felt like a, the a continuation of the Captain America movies, which I I like. So I was I was really cool with that. Uh, yeah, I like Torres a lot. I thought it was a great conversation afterwards when uh, Falcon and Torres are having a conversation. Like, I really like. It's just once again, it's Mackie is so good that like you totally buy in the the confidence that he carries. That like, okay, like they're already like you know so partners. You know what I mean? Like they're in this together and they're they're working together. And you know, Mackie's just funny enough. And it, I really just thought all it's- I really thought. the the entire probably first what seven or eight minutes action scene the meeting you know at the table he's asking about Captain America and Sam's being coy about it like no he's not on the moon I can assure you he's not on the moon like
2: it felt like Torres was asking too many questions though and it's this may be be, may be me paying too much attention to you know WandaVision and like okay like this has to mean something like who's gonna turn where like Torres to me kind of had like that double agent feel because he's like why? What about this? Where are you going? What are you doing? Can I come with you? Like what, what's what's the secret behind all this stuff? You know, it yeah. felt like he was interrogating a little too much to where it's like, why does he need all this information? Yeah. You know, and this
1: is the part where we will we get the uh, exposition about the uh what were they called? The uh, flag smashers. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, These are groups. I thought this was kind of a, a neat thing to do. Like these are the groups that wanted to go back like to how it was during the blip, like things yeah. were better. And I think any of us like that live in the world, especially America can imagine like, that's exactly what would happen. Like that was, I was like, no, that's exactly what would happen. There would be a whole group of people that were like, it, we were better off in the blip. What'd you think of that, Rob, that storyline, the setup for the the bad guys, so to speak?
3: I, I didn't look at it how you just pointed it out. But now that you say it, it, it definitely, it, yes. America would definitely be, hey, Oh yeah, yeah hey, was- we, we liked it before,
2: you yeah. know, go back.
1: They would judge you like, oh, you don't know what it was like. Like yeah. there was a lot of that in this show. Like, you don't know yeah. what it was like. We don't oh they,
2: yeah, there's a lot of uh undertones of what's going on in
1: yeah. in society
3: and, now in this show. We're yeah, three and it
1: months was, past, by the way. That's that's what the timeline is. We're three months past the Hulk snap.
3: Yeah, and, and that was had the same thing even in um WandaVision, you know. Mm-hmm. Um uh Jeff's Jeff's buddy, I can't remember his name. Um, <laughs> they were, um, Hayward. Hayward Hayward. Uh, he, he even said the same things to Monica, like, oh, you don't know what it was like when you were gone. um. But I definitely like the storyline. I, I don't think Torres is going to end up being a bad guy. um. But that's just my take.
2: Well, yeah, as the show progressed, I started losing that feeling. But at this moment, I was like, he's asking a little bit too many questions. Yeah. And they also, Jeff, bring up, too the organization LAF and like yeah. that doesn't exist in Marvel canon. So I'm like right. trying to formulate what is LAF stand for. I'm thinking like league against freedom or something like that, you know, like something anti-American obviously because
1: yeah, it's it a, didn't, it didn't <laughs> jump out to me either. I really um, had no idea, which I thought was also cool that like, they essentially were just like, Sam is just still just doing a job. And I think yeah. that's important to the show. Like, like a
2: mercenary. Like, yeah.
1: Everything's over. We had the biggest event in the history of the world, blah, blah, blah but Sam's just doing a job.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So that was, so Sam had to get back to Washington. He goes back to Washington and essentially they're opening like a captain America memorial slash museum. Uh, and here's the big, the big, reveal. another one.
2: They had one already,
1: <laughs> right? <So laughs> Sam has decided if anybody remembers at the end of Endgame, game, uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, mute this uh captain america passes the shield on to sam wilson which sam does take it in the comics like he mm-hmm. is captain america a version of captain america so what he reveals here is he actually turns it down he doesn't take the shield up and that's going to be that's obviously a theme for the this entire season uh they put the shield in the museum uh then we see we see roadie uh what'd you guys yeah. think about somebody, Rhodey? Did anybody have any idea where you're gonna see roadie
2: I don't know if like I had a feeling that we would see him or not, and I'm not one of these guys that researches like everything that happens before they release the show. I like oh, to be no, no, more I like, didn't
1: know anything going. I
2: it. like to be more on the reactionary side and like enjoy it in the moment and then go back and research later. So I don't know, it was cool seeing Rhodey because you know with with Tony being gone, you kind of feel like his avenue to be in the m c u has to be something like this, right? because he is military contracted to work with yep. that be the liaison with stark industries and you know with cap being retired obviously being a, a military person like the the tie-in is easy to make to allow roadies to well, be able and to-
1: it allows us like we could get the iron patriot like he could still like you know or war machine i think they call him war machine in the mcu yeah. right um which uh yeah who knows and then who knows if you know they, they they link him and captain marvel like they do in the comics i doubt it but uh, the possibility is there if we've got don and if you've got don Cheadle, you can do something with don Cheadle cuz that yeah. dude can act his ass off like if you've got was also Cheadle,
2: captain planet and college humor those were great
1: <laughs> yeah there <you> go we, <laughs> the breaking hair we may get captain planet so uh,
2: <laughs> I would lose it
1: so rob how did you feel about captain or sam not taking the shield I was shocked just Me because
3: too. I the one of the few things I know about the in-depth uh Marvel comics is that he does and the that he does take it and he does become Captain America um so I was initially shocked that he didn't take it but knowing how Kevin Feige works you know he it's at the same time it wasn't as surprising because now it, it's somethings we know something's gonna happen yeah. to where he's gonna have to take it 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 reminds me of a lot of um Spider-Man 2, the one with Doc Ock when Peter Parker is like all right, I'm done being Spider-Man. He throws his suit away and then Doc Ock comes and they're like okay, we need yeah. Spider-Man. And then he yeah. gets in and then all that.
1: Yeah, they didn't rewrite any books here like this is this yeah. is this is by the book kind of stuff. Go ahead. And
2: I think what's interesting too, we talked about this offline coming into the show is how much how much there are undertones of what's going on in our society playing into this show. I mean, it's not a secret that obviously Falcon in this, in the show, right? Like he, he's a black man and Captain America, his shield is basically a representation of the American flag and kind of, you know, the whole time the whole story of you know there are two americas existing right now
1: okay touch touch on that sam bring brought that up to Mm -hmm. to torres that was very important thank you for reminding me of that very important part of their conversation when torres uh says there he was explaining the uh the the uh, flag smashers Mm -hmm. and how people liked it during the blip and sam says yeah anytime that things get better for you know one one, group of people one, one group of people it gets worse for another like you, you touched on it like he's Sam. And that's exa- I mean, I think we understand what Sam was was getting at there because. Yeah, you know, with dismissing the
2: idea of being, you know, of carrying something that that represents the American flag and not in it. There's a whole conversation that I don't want to get into right now that still, goes on no, with think, this, but it's it, right. really disrespectful. Like I'll speak on this. It's not disrespecting the country. It's just looking at something that means something completely different for another group of people. Right. Basically holding the shows like, Hey, it was great for you. This isn't great for me. This isn't my path, you know? Yeah. And, and that's where I
1: think. Of course they're going to, they're going to touch yeah. on that. That's actually a really <clears throat> big up. And
3: now now that you, you guys mentioned that it, it gives a lot more meaning to um when, when he kept saying, when Sam keeps saying, Oh, it feels like it's, it's somebody else's.
1: Yeah. yeah. Man, I like that a lot. I, I I didn't. I don't think you're wrong. I I don't think we're over. Like, if if we can figure that out just now, yeah. like it's, and we'll see. We'll see how this plays out. I really like that. Uh, and
2: there's more stuff throughout the show too. Like when they're at the bank and they're asking for the loan. What oh his yeah, sister a, says yeah. In, that, in that scene. Yeah, yeah,
1: they 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 tiptoed around it, but uh, there's definitely you know, and it's that's America, and they're, what they're trying to say is like even though i was a well we'll get to that the bank yeah yeah yeah. i
2: didn't a, want to get us down a road yeah, but specifically for that scene i think it's important yeah. to touch on that
1: no no I'm, i think that's a great pickup and i'm glad you reminded me about the torres conversation because they're mm-hmm. they they started touching on these things and um and it's the same way with bucky there's some issues there that are more that are underlying social issues and stuff so yeah that was that was pretty wild so sam doesn't take the shield you know they they open the museum so we move on so finally we we see bucky the winter soldier for the first time and uh he's he's essentially sitting on the couch in front of his therapist and they're having a session um what what we learn in this session is that uh he's been pardoned so they explain a lot of stuff like well this is this is part of you being pardoned you have to do this because she's grilling him pretty hard this therapist yeah and she's like what's part of your pardon like you you have to get better because you know, to remind everybody, Bucky has been, you know, a mercenary for 80 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's he's done a lot, like a lot of stuff. He was brainwashed. But what's wild about Bucky is that he remembers it, even though he couldn't control it. So that's what makes his character so complex. So how did you uh, just how did you guys feel about the, the conversation? What did you uh, take away from the conversation between Bucky and the therapist? I
2: just think that you know how she kind of calls him on this BS, like he's not having nightmares, and we find out later that the nightmare that he has in particular in this episode is pretty integral. What it looks like that's going to yeah, be, yeah, it's a,
1: not really a nightmare; it's a
2: memory. Correct, and you know he's explaining so like,
1: nightmare is going to show up finally. No, kidding.
2: no, no, this isn't going to be nightmare. <laughs> ha ha. This is Mephisto. Ha-ha.
1: This is Mephisto. Ha 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 ha.
2: All right, so. Anyway, Mephisto shows up. No, I'm just playing. So <laughs> when during during the therapy session, um, you know, Bucky is kind of tiptoeing the fact that he's trying to make amends for the wrongs that yeah. he's done. And that's a pretty common uh, therapy strategy, you know, is trying to make amends. And he's basically doing it in such a literal manner. Right. And he's he's got these rules that he's not allowed to do. And he finds a way to kind of tiptoe around them as well. And when she's about to just make it to where his life is going to get harder, where he has to do more of these sessions, he opens up and is like, look, I'm trying. This is difficult for me. Like I would like you said, Jeff, he was a mercenary for 80 years. He got a little break in Wakanda and then the blip happened, you know? And so this is the first time that he's really got to try to sort through all of his mess that he's had to experience his, his whole life, basically, you know, because Even before Winter Soldier, he was in the military and, you know, went and killed,
1: you know, World
2: World War II. So he's a World War II vet on top of being a a, a weaponized zombie, you know, essentially. And he's he's trying to unpack all of this and live a normal human life. So um, I love the aspect where they, you, you start sympathizing for Bucky, I think, for the first time ever in the MCU. Like his story before this was sad, but like you, like you've been saying, Jeff, you, you weren't like, attached to Bucky in the MCU the way that I think that they're starting to make it to where we will now
1: yeah yeah cool what do you think Rob what'd you take out of it I I didn't take a whole lot out of it I I liked
3: the the reality of it of him trying to deal with with what he's done and and really trying to make amends with it and and coming to terms with and, and understanding that and, and I think he does to a certain extent. He understands that, yes, it was him doing it, but it wasn't completely his fault. But he is still trying to make that effort because he could easily just be like, look, yeah, I I was, That's I was actually brainwashed. Yeah. I was brainwashed. What, what do you guys want me to do? Um, okay. But he, he's actively trying, in some ways are better than others, of making amends with what he's done, you know, ruining certain people's lives. And obviously what he's trying to do with uh, – as I'm sure we'll get into in a minute with the, the father
1: of the kid, yeah, yeah. So I thought it was real, and, and I liked the little uh, once again because that's that's my kind of thing, the espionage stuff. I liked the little um, remote control of the car. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I just thought that I just I just liked how that looked, like it like however
2: James Bond Inspector Gadget. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I, I mean they, they had had as soon as he puts the thing on there and starts driving it, I'm like, oh my gosh, see that that's, that's you know, <laughs> was, I thought it was pretty neat. But I thought we learned a lot, and I thought they did a good job of basically like telling us where Bucky's at and how he's going to go through the rest of this series in that conversation. Like, you know, we know he got pardon, you know, Mm -hmm. we know he's got grief and we know he's got stipulations to the pardon. So he's not totally free. Um, so, and that's always going to be Bucky's thing. Like he's never, somebody always wants to control him because he's a, a, a weapon, um, so to speak. So we know all that. I don't trust the therapist at all. Uh, I thought it was cool how she brought up, like I was in the military, I've yeah. been a lot of crap too, like we all have, you know what I mean? It's like, I, I thought I, when I, the first time I watched it, I was like, okay, the second time I got more out of the, the interaction between the two, once again, you know, no offense, Sebastian Stan, I think that a better actor, I think if, if you switch and that's Anthony Mackie, I think that's a really, really great scene. Um, I'm a little hard on Stan. Cause I just, the emotion just doesn't, isn't there, but it was good enough. It was good yeah. enough. So, so we'll move on to the, um, what rob touched on so then we meet uh bucky and he's his uh his buddy his this uh older gentleman that he meets and uh you know it's a cl- like you know how it's going to go here you know it's a classic like they're, they're pulling right from the old incredible hulk like you know david banner days to where he mm-hmm. rolls in the town this mysterious stranger befriends somebody there's trouble um and we you know we don't know much more than that so he offers to take this guy uh, to lunch because he says he'll buy or whatever. And then they go to lunch.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: This is where we meet my favorite character in the show. Oh,
2: she's oh. phenomenal!
1: Phenomenal! Phenomenal! Um, you know the his the older his older buddy, you know, tricks him into asking uh, this uh, lovely woman out on a date. Which he is- didn't
2: trick him. He he does it on behalf just, of. Yeah, him. he was he like, that. hey. She he wants to take you out, and he's like, "No, please don't!" Like I'm yeah. so embarrassed. And she's like, "No, I'm with it." Like let let's let's have a date.
1: She was great. See that? I mean, she she already like basically starts like overpowering Stan already. I'm sorry, but this is just like she's she's obviously a great actress. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I bought it. Hook, line, and sinker. Like i was surprised she wasn't in Wandavision. Like because they had every great actor in there. Like we did her in Wandavision. So uh, I thought this was a neat little scene. You're learning. You kind of I I don't know about you guys did you did you kind of guess what they what was happening here like i did right
2: away yeah it was it was pretty obvious you know there's got to be a love there's got to be a love interest in a in a comic yeah. you know in a comic show there's yeah. always a love interest
1: but i also when I, we met the older man i'm like okay this is he's obviously making amends you know what i mean and and i didn't know
2: that that part like oh, yeah, touch I, on I later did. i didn't see that coming
1: oh i did totally yeah i i assumed that's what was coming like no uh they, they weren't like i say, they weren't rewriting the book here like out thinking the room like i pretty much knew what was going on that doesn't mean it was bad no but, for sure but, but it, so that was all right we, we met her she was awesome um they, they had a little saki, uh nice little conversation banner back and forth which i will say stan is very good at that he's very good at the the dialogue between characters, like whether it's Mackie, it's the older guy, whether it's the, the woman, um, all all that, all that. Or with Captain America,
2: you know, like, you know, don't do anything stupid while I'm gone. He's like, how can I, you're bringing all the stupid with you. Like, I love that. I love that. There's
1: some really good parts. Like, uh, one of my favorites is in civil war when, when, um, uh, Bucky and, Sam are in the car and Captain America kisses. His, oh, yeah. then they're like, this is his wife's niece. It's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> they, and They make the jokes or whatever. I, I, that was a really cool scene. So, yeah. yeah. Like, I know I'm hard on the guy, but it's not. He's not that bad. That's not that bad. So, uh, so then, uh, so, so we see that and then it goes to, this is where we got Sam and um, you see him. He's going back home and he he's from louisiana what was it i don't know do you remember the name of the town anybody uh, <sighs> uh this is right there on tip my tongue too
0: has that is,
2: is it not baton rouge or no, no.
1: it has Maybe
2: that one. e x yes. at the end of it yeah bordeaux or something i don't
1: know it's something like that so it's louisiana you know he goes back there and uh so we get to learn a little more about sam so i'll let you guys know what'd you think of uh the sam going home and um uh, having a discussion with his sister once, once again, this is all exposition. Like this whole conversation is like to explain in like Sam's backstory, Sam's life, how he grew up, what's going on now. Uh, the, the fishing boat, like everything was wrapped up in this conversation, like just hand feeding you the story, which isn't great television making, but for a first episode and we're trying to like, basically get, now we're getting the Sam Wilson origin story. Uh, it was just the most direct route to do it. Uh, I don't know. How'd you, how'd you guys feel about Sam's hometown?
3: It was, I, I, I liked the story just because again, it, it was something different normally, you know, from the comics, it's every comic is, has, has a plot you get to the big battle and then ends of the next comic kind of picks up where it left off. Yeah. Same with, with all the MCU movies, <clears throat> it has a big battle it ends and then the next movie picks up right where, where, where it leaves off. And we we forget that you know if if this if we are supposed to believe that this universe actually exists that we're, of you know, superheroes, at the end of the day especially somebody like Sam Wilson who isn't really a quote unquote superhero because he doesn't have actually have any superpowers yeah, he a lot like Iron Man yes you has know blood. without the suit they're just regular people, but that's the thing they are still regular people they mm-hmm. still have lives that they have to deal with and and that gets lost and and downright ignored you know through the the, through the comics and through movie because all we see is they're superheroes um and even not to get ahead of us but but when um the bank the guy that they're talking to for the loan manager even asked how do you guys what's your income like how do you guys get paid yeah it's always a question that's always been in the back of my mind that's (laughs) never been answered because you know we just assume like oh they're superheroes they're they're paid somehow but you know really it was mostly all the Stark's
1: money. Okay, so I got I got a question. Let's just talk about this because this bugs the. So this whole point is like so Sam and his sister are discussing like whether to sell the family boat or not. Yeah, it's apparently it's apparently a was a fishing boat that his uh his parents owned and that that was their source of income and all these things. And then there's a house. So it's this whole discussion like you can't just sell the house. It's half mine. You can't sell the boat. You know, back and forth between it. And the whole time I'm thinking like, wait a minute like this dude's flying around with about 10 million dollars worth of uh vibranium technology, you know, on his back. Like Pepper Pepper couldn't have dropped a million to the Wilsons like to keep the keep the fishing thing going. Like yeah. or, or, do we real like I find it hard to believe that that uh that you know, after they saved the universe that they're struggling getting a loan. Like, I don't know if I buy right. this at all. There's a little, I mean, there's, pepper pots.
2: there's pepper all, people. there's always these things that you can kind of poke a hole at, like logistically with the MCU. Like there's always these, these instances where it's like, okay, this doesn't really make a whole heck of a lot of sense. Right. And I could go through a whole list, but I don't want to, but um, yeah, it, it does seem strange that, that your bet one of your good friends is super wealthy and, yeah. and you can't you well, know get you a little could, bit of money you, from could, them.
1: you could sell a quarter sized piece of vibranium and pay for your family's fishing like yeah I, I just i just don't know why they push the income thing so much um well that
2: I, that goes back to i think the uh the undertones for what's going on in our nation right now maybe, yeah. i think,
1: rob, like, I think uh, rob i think rob touched on it like trying to like make us remember that they're they're people living lives and that they don't just sit around in Avengers mansion and wait for you know Colossus you know to show yeah, up or whatever right. or this Goliath.
2: is a place that obviously like has to deal with hurricanes and you know natural disasters yeah. on top of blips and stuff yeah, happening yeah. in the MCU so
1: I just I thought they they pushed a the money thing a little hard I thought that it, it might have been easier to say like like she wouldn't take his money for some reason. Like, no, I can get us the money. And I think they, I think they
2: may have touched on that at one point. Well,
1: you no, know, they act like they're going to, and then he's like, "I'll get us the loan." That's yeah. what you think that yeah. that's what he's going to say, and he's like, "I'll get us the loan." They show him going to the bank, like Rob touched on. Yeah, and I think it's cool too how
2: they're they from go. they're from Louisiana, like Monica Rambo is. So yeah. like,
0: yeah. I, I wonder know. if
2: we're gonna get a little bit of a run in here
1: and i honestly don't remember if sam's actually from louisiana he might be i i don't remember i think they're
2: i'm not they're, super familiar
1: yeah i i know like i've read a lot of the comics but he's already been established like i mm-hmm. and i didn't go look it up because i'm kind of letting letting myself just devour this one naturally yeah. and more organically but anyway the whole money thing like they kept talking about it and talking about it and i'm like i don't know i i mean we're not <laughs> we're starks just don't like have money money they got like money 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 yeah. You know what I mean? So, but you know what? To be fair, after the blip, they did live in a cabin. But I don't know. I'm not. here, They don't need a bunch. Like 500 grand looks like it would keep this operation afloat. Yeah. So, you know. But I don't mind the storyline. Like I, I liked his sister, and I like the nephews. I think are cool. Like I, I already yeah. kind of digging them. Uh, I like the whole. I like the whole story. I just, I think that's something I would have liked pre, like Falcon. You know what I mean? Give, give that to me. Like, you know. Around Captain America's Civil War time, and I'm totally in. Mm, okay, it, it is what it is, but it's nitpick. It's a nitpick. You
2: know? Just can't make everyone happy, I guess. You
1: know? No, and especially me or Stewart, <laughs> me or Stewart. Like it it's rough. I'm not. <laughs> I, blame, I blame James Winston for all of this. <laughs> um, so, He's in Louisiana too. So I mean, whatever. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah. So we kind of. Co- so basically, that's the story there. Like it's just like basically. Here's what we needed to know from that. Uh, they need money and they don't have it and they're having trouble getting it. And so we assume that at some point, you know, Sam's got to make a decision, you know, about, is this the right way, but th- that's to save what, their family's legacy. Yeah. Right? That's what's yeah. coming. It's fine. But, it, it is what it is, but I didn't hate it. Good actors liked everybody. So, so let's talk about Bucky's date a little bit. So, so I guess <laughs> that's how this show was kind of edited, like back and forth. Um, they, been more, yeah, the, the characters, you know, they even brought it up that Bucky was ignoring Sam's text. So they, they're, they're not speaking. This is three months after the, the, uh, Hulk snap. So, uh, Bucky's on a date with our new favorite actress since elizabeth olsen probably the best actress since elizabeth olsen (laughs) but um so they're on a date uh so and she's really she's really going in like she's asking him like uh i like i see i like this whole thing i like the uh the setup to play battleship uh you know to have some beers and play battleship like i really 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 bought into this date um I just, I don't know. I thought this scene was fantastic. I thought we learned a bunch about both of these characters. I just thought, I thought it made sense. Like they didn't do the typical, like, oh, let's go ice skating. I don't know why. Dates, they just always go like ice. Like (laughs) nobody on the first date, like risk bodily harm. Like you have no idea how the athletic ability of who you're going on a date with. You don't start with ice skating. You start with battleship. You know what I mean? yeah, she's she's a, yeah. she's a she's a she's a veteran. You can tell she's a veteran. Like she's not a naive. She's not wet behind the ears. Like she knows what's up. You know she's what I mean? only
2: the actress is only twenty nine, which I, that blew my mind. She's yeah, so mature for being. Yeah. 29.
1: Was, speaking of which, when she asked Bucky, she's like, "How old are you? 106. <laughs> That's a great line.
2: What I love so much about that whole sequence is the fact you just touch on the age, and she's asking like, "So what has it been like for you?" And he gets into the fact that he's like, "Well, I tried the whole internet dating thing and."
0: That you know, was he, neat. He,
2: he explains that process. He got weird. Like, you sound like my dad, which is like not something you probably want to hear on your first date yeah. with a girl, right? You know, no. so.
1: Well, um, I think that touches on that. That's that's going to be part of Bucky's struggle. He's a he's a twenty. Well, the actor doesn't look like that, but like when he got froze, he was like twenty five years old. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So essentially, he's kind of supposed to be close to that age, but obviously he's not. But, um, and so that's going to be the struggle. Like he's, he's at the same point in life as, as she is, but he's 106 years old and has murdered thousands of people. So it's a, so it's a little difficult paradox there. Yeah. 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 So I I don't know. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Did you, did you buy it, Rob, the battleship date? Yeah, I did.
3: I did. I'm, and I, and I liked it a lot. Again, it just it goes back It's showing the human side of of these two these two heroes or villains, wow. whatever you want to call it, you know regarding you know Bucky. Um, I, I liked it. Antihero, sure. I like that <laughs> one better. Um, yeah, I I bought it. I liked it a lot, and I'm I'm honestly genuinely curious and intrigued to see where that leads Me and how too. that affects Bucky going forward.
1: Yeah, me too. Uh, that's a great point. That and that's what they want to get out of this is we they want us to care. I'm invested. I'm fully invested yeah. in this couple. It's it's uh it's I don't know. This is this might be the couple of uh 2021. Um this this could be a big thing here. She might it, be a she might be a superhero. I don't know. Like she's good enough to be like superhero. Like she's there's something about her, I'm telling she's you.
2: She's got charisma, man. She's she's got that that it yeah. factor. And what I really what really kind of progressed this into turning into a bigger story kind of going on behind the scenes is the fact that she thinks you know it you know she thinks it's cute that that he's that he hangs out with this poor old man who yeah. lost her who lost his son and it affects so him tell, go ahead and,
1: and tell us about it man tell us that's tell us about the other half of the this date. and
2: basically she, you know they're having fun playing battleships doing shots and you know i didn't really date at this age, I imagine that's probably. I what have I no
0: idea. Yeah, like,
2: I got married when I was nineteen, right? But yeah. um, I would imagine this how this is how a date goes for people who are in you know their late twenties. I think so, it would be
1: a successful date.
2: You know, like that. That seems like a fun time. Yeah. And um, eventually, she starts talking about how oh, it's real sweet that you take care of you know the the old man, um, and you know how sad it is that he lost his son, and you know could you, and then it starts getting more and more sad. And I don't know if like the way that he heard it this is the way that it was displayed to us because it got to the point to where it's like, man, she's like having this really depressing conversation out of nowhere. So like, I don't know if that's how he perceived her conversation or if that's literally how the conversation went, because she starts like, yeah, could you imagine like having to live with this every day knowing that your son's dead? Like they have a name for a widow. They have a name for an orphan. But like, for a person who loses their son <laughs> she they, really got I, deep like, like he lays into this and I'm like yeah. oh my goodness yeah. like who talks like this on a first
1: <laughs> too much date? for a first date it was too much for a first date
2: and yeah. and the, that's what leads me to woman the might have to, a like, problem. is this the PTSD kind of taking over bucky's mind a little bit like maybe she's saying something like kind of innocently and yeah. his PTSD is like pretty registering pretty something completely more severe and he actually just gets up and leaves and that's the last we see of our new favorite girl
1: yeah so essentially essentially what we know is bucky's friend the older gentleman um we assume this is factual but in bucky's memory dream whatever you want to call it he uh he murdered his son like on one of his missions it was Mm -hmm. and it was kind of a cat like in a, a casualty of um you know casualty of war kind of thing like the, the, the kid in the in the uh, sequence says, "I won't tell anybody, but it doesn't matter." Like that collateral
2: damage, almost collateral right?
1: damage. I'm that's what I'm looking for. And Bucky is like, "Nah." So and we now that we learned he's making amends, but he's made the mistake, and that's what they do in these shows. He's he's gotten too close. So now, like instead of making amends, now he's now he's living a lie. And that's obviously we know that's going to come back to haunt him because it never works. Uh, We thought he he was going to we thought he was going to confess. And he 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 kind of chickens out and he
2: goes to the old man's door to like it seems like he's like, okay, I got to tell this guy what happened. And he gets there and he sees like I don't want to call it a shrine. Right. But like some sort of like an altar thing, like a a, a devotion to. Yeah. Old man has some sort of like monument in his house to his son where. You know, maybe he meditates. I don't know what he does, but, um, you know, he obviously is still heavily impacted by the loss of his son. And yeah. Bucky walks into to speak to him and he looks in his apartment kind of like not like prying or whatever, but it's yeah. just there. When he well, opened. he is.
1: Well, Bucky's a spy, though. That's what he does. Like, yeah. he's literally, that's what he does. He's constantly observed. Like, he can't take that out of him. That's part of his problem. Like, he's constantly a spy. That's how that's always done for 80 years. Um, and then, like you said,
2: Jeff, he chickens out of telling him.
1: In but he doesn't, he movie doesn't movie. go back to the, he doesn't go back to the bar. Yeah. You know, what kind of fool is he? Yeah. So then it cuts to, which I, I like this scene a lot. This next scene, I really like this is the, they go, we're in, we go to Switzerland and we got, uh we got Torres again. He's kind of, mm-hmm. it's uh, kind of going undercover, trying to um f- find out more intel on the, these flag smashers. And we get the, uh, we get a robbery. We, it's, we i don't know if it's a bank or what it was kind of like it seemed kind of bankish yeah like a bankish everybody's wearing a mask but what we've get like once you see the the fight scenes and stuff like obviously this person that we don't know yet this this bad guy flag smasher um is apparently got super soldier type mm-hmm. abilities so yeah. i thought this was a really cool scene i, I really like. i just like the way it looked and um you know just just the way it was chore- choreographed and the handoff of the money um i you know i like this new character i, I love a good sol- super soldier fight you know what i mean like where a kick you know you fly you know 40 feet just like with you know, the 3 wheelers, horizontal wheel. in the helicopter you know with uh george st pierre so i really dug this and um now i do question one thing so <laughs> i don't know what you guys thought about this but like this dude Picks up Torres. This looked great, by the way. Picks yeah. him up and what, 12 foot in the air. Smashes him down to the to the cobblestone. And then stomps on his face with his super soldier
0: yeah.
1: feet. And I'm like, okay, that's the end of Torres. Like, I really yeah. like that guy. But that that's my bad. I, I got invested too quickly. You know, RIP Torres. But then we find out, like, he calls Sam.
2: Broken orbital bone. No big y- deal. Y-
1: yeah, yeah, so I mean, so what do you guys think of this scene, now? I, I,
2: it's typical
1: of any,
3: really, any show or movie these the days. Because even outside of a superhero movie, you watch a movie with any action scene, you know, Fast and the Furious franchise is that, notorious yeah. for this. People go through walls and and go yeah. through concrete <laughs> buildings, and
0: and I just love get up, like
3: oh, oh my back, do a quick crack, and they're back in the fight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm so desensitized to stuff like that now.
1: Yeah, that that was bad. Like, there's no. Meanwhile, way. my
2: I, son falls out of a chair and I reach for him and I hurt my neck. You know, like, right.
1: yeah. and you're down. <laughs> um, oh yeah, no, you nailed it, Rob. It's it's typical. It was very typical, which that's why I'm really glad that this came after Wandavision, so we had a nice break to get some like some different stuff. But uh, you're totally right. It's very typical. I love it. But it is it is par for the course, man. Um, so we know, but we do know we got a, a super another super soldier mm-hmm. thing. But what you know, we're, we're gonna find out how they got it or where it came from and all this. But it's the same thing. Go ahead, is Steve. this
2: so? I, we know, right? That Baron uh, Zemo is gonna be coming in, right? Like we think, right? Is this is is this him? I mean. I don't feel like it is, but like first, I feel initiative. like you have to at least ask. You know, yeah. is this Baron Zemo? Because no. we know in Civil War he was more of a, of a, you know, of a, a thinker, right? But Baron Zemo that is actually a, a fighter. You know, in, yeah. in the comics. So he, at one some of the point,
1: worst, one of the worst bad guys ever. I'm sorry, one of the worst villains ever. No one that can
2: one. beat Mandarin in the MCU to me. I'm sorry, like that's absolutely worse. Or Malekith. even in Dark consider, World?
1: Do we consider? Mandarin a bad guy though, because he really wasn't at the end. Yeah, I don't want to. Zemo, Zemo was the actual villain. Terrible mm-hmm. interpretation. I don't. I mean, I know
2: Malekith T- was pretty bad too, in in the yeah. Dark World, and he was pretty terrible.
1: Oh wow, good point. Oh yeah, I, I forgot about Dark World is is a villain. Is a yeah. like <laughs> Dark World itself? That movie's a villain. I'm sorry, yeah. there is nothing retainable about that movie whatsoever.
2: Like, but anyway, like this super soldier is gonna like. He's going to reveal himself. I don't think it's Baron Zemo. He's probably more like the muscle. He probably like sent this dude out. Mm-hmm. But at some point, we're going to get Baron Zemo, who didn't, for all intents and purposes, for what we know, he didn't right. show up
1: yet. Yeah, I, uh, I I felt Zemo. I felt Zemo coming when, when yeah. I was watching all this for sure. Um, and they felt uh,
2: like the Foot Clan, you know. They had the red hands on their on their face, <laughs> and they all looked the same. Hey, and they're just Foot running Clan. around like it felt like the Foot Clan for it the Ninja It really Ninja
1: did. Oh, it's classic, <laughs> like just uh, Stormtrooper. Hitchman. You know what I mean? Just nameless characters putting not you
2: them. arbitrarily turning a wrench. You know, like that's what it felt like.
1: Yeah, it's a. Um, this is not um, groundbreaking filmmaking
2: no they're not but, being but, innovative but it's
1: refreshing because i just like how many times did i say it when we were going over wandavision like at some point i just need this guy punching this guy you know what i mean <laughs> that's yeah. it was as simple as a, now if we get i don't know how many episodes are going to be i think there's only six, think there's six 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 if we get that for six episodes am i going to be disappointed absolutely if we get basically a long like rob said fast and furious movie i'll be a little <laughs> disappointed um, if they don't do anything unique or bring in some cool characters or whatever.
2: And it's crazy exactly. too. With six episodes, we find out that like Sam and Bucky don't even link up in the show. So like now there are only five episodes where they're going to be together <sighs> yeah. at, at most.
1: Yeah. So, so Torres calls Sam to be like, Hey man, uh, we got a problem here, which is always funny. Like, it feels like they're at a, a pretty high level security to where, like, you're just you're just cutting the chain of command. And like, mm-hmm. I don't know, you guys are in the military. Is that how you do it? Like, you would just call like, I don't know, somebody that's it's
2: never the way it is in the movies.
1: Like, for one, out, we wouldn't out.
2: be doing anything remotely <laughs> yeah, cool as this, right? But. Yeah,
3: that and we, I, we would never just FaceTime somebody and be like, hey, there's this super strong guy <laughs> that just broke my face.
1: That's what I, I was thinking. I, like you guys just face FaceTime FaceTime the Admiral and you're like, hey man, you're not gonna believe what just happened. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I this broke is, my eye is, bone. This is whack.
2: <laughs> More details to come.
1: Right. Yeah. And why, why are you calling Sam on it? Like Sam's not your. He's not your superior. Right. Like, you worked. Well,
3: well, that is because he did that because he wasn't even supposed
2: to be there. Oh, right. That's, that's right. a good point. That's and a good then, point. He knew that he could talk
1: to him without any you know surgery. I got to be honest. If I had Anthony Mackey's phone number, I would call him. Every time I call him for no reason. If I I stub my toe, I'd be like, Anthony, pop a dog, pop a dog. (laughs)
2: Uh, He answers. Hey, what's up? It's Anthony. So what you thinking about?
1: (laughs) No, he'd probably be like new phone. Who it is? Yeah. So, so that takes us in. So he, uh, as he calls Sam and I kind of like how they did the scene once again, very, very, very like step. You know, color by numbers here. Mm-hmm. You know, his sister's like Sam. Sam, you got to look at the TV. I, I, I will go so far as to say I can't stand it when movies like give you like these big reveals, like all this information, because it's just on the news. Because it's so easy. Like all you got to do is be like, hey, look at the TV. Whatever's on the TV, then now everybody knows what happened. It, it was just kind of weird. Like so, that's
2: like every MCU movie, though, man.
1: Like, oh, no, literally every one. Uh, they're not perfect. Like I'm just saying like, and exactly, they all do it. And I'm like, you just let it go. But, um, so what we see here now, this is huge. So what we see is, um, you know, Sam thinks once again, we go back, Sam turns down a shield. It's in the museum. It's done. Captain America is done. We don't know where Steve is. He's apparently on the moon. Torres thinks, whatever. It doesn't matter. So they show it and you've got this slimy politician, which they love that. There you go. Touches on once again, it touches on just, modern culture and all this slimy politician totally uh double crosses Sam and he's like introduces a Captain America and and this dude comes walking down in the uniform Such a
2: goofiest with, looking with, structure. Yeah.
1: so now do it you guys like know? an old
2: man from up in a Captain America
1: <laughs> perfect you're exactly right so now do you guys know anything about this storyline
2: Elmer Fudd looking yeah it's it's, it's it's uh, not a clue us agent right like that's yeah. the storyline that they're yeah, going Yeah so I'm not I don't
1: want to spoil for anybody but this is a pretty cool storyline um So
2: you know what, how I was telling you guys about Norman Osborn <laughs> Mhm That's the he so he has ties with yeah with sword and now also with US Agent and like he's the guy that starts just, basically the the Dark Avengers right like that's the name
1: I think it could be i i think they might have different names for it but essentially and then they become um oh shoot i forget i don't want to get too, too deep but anyway it. yeah us so agent is one of these dudes essentially this is a storyline and basically this guy's not that cool of a guy um it's actually a, a pretty cool comic series like if you read it um this for ver- and this he's considered a captain america like he actually is considered one of the captain americas um it's actually a pretty cool storyline, so I got I got pretty excited that they went there because that's uh, kind of digging deep into the comics, which uh, I I did like. So they set it up for something. It could be a real cool, you know, you know uh, storyline that they have built up. But yeah, they did a perfect job. Of it. they picked a perfectly <laughs> goofy, like it make Over-fled you angry. looking. Their job was to make us angry as soon as we saw them. That it wasn't, you know the the cat you're not steve yeah yeah you're not steve rogers who are you
0: you smell like jeez
1: um (laughs) Sit on a throne of lies (laughs) yeah so anyway uh but that was cool of course sam is just devastated because you know he's like wait a minute it's steve or it's me that's not this turkey
3: but so why would he be upset though he gave it he chose not to be the Captain of America.
1: under yeah. the
2: impression that the shield was being put in the museum. Oh, that right, though. Hey. Okay. Yeah. You're right.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's why he's I, I guess an,
3: under that pretense, yes, he could be upset. But if he's just upset, like, it's either him or me, like, you chose not to do it. Last he saw, it
2: was being put in, like, a, you know... Yeah, you're right.
3: Remember
1: that guy told him, like, you made the right choice. Like, he acted, yeah. like, as if nobody was ever going to hold that shield oh, again. Oh, yeah. And essentially, they stole it from Sam. Mm-hmm like literally stole the shield he was hoodwinked first of all sam <laughs> sam can't even get his family boat running like this dude don't right. even have this dude don't have spark plug money this is the last and thing now, he needs yeah now and now his his boy is carrying around a shield worth about eight billion dollars uh, you know what i mean so and
2: elmer fudd is wearing
3: yeah, Steve fudd Rogers.
1: <laughs> steal, <bro>. no
2: you <laughs> know he looks like the
3: dude from trailer uh trailer park boys the one that was sending the group chat Earlier today, bubbles. That's
1: what he looked like <laughs> it's bubbles. Captain <laughs> America is bubbles, it's the so, old man from up. Oh, yeah, so it was uh, it was pretty wild, man. Uh, but Johnny I, Walker. I, I like, I didn't expect that that storyline. Uh, we'll get into it more, you know, after they reveal, but I don't want to ruin it for anybody that that um hasn't it, it'll be a cool storyline to, to let it transpire naturally.
2: <laughs> Norman Osborne's coming because we had. Far from Home was the first thing after Endgame. Sword was introduced, and now U.S. Agent. It's all come together.
1: You don't think your boy? What's what's his name? Something Grinch, co
2: Commander Grinch. could
1: man. I mean,
0: Sword's sticking with that.
1: Sword still a thing?
3: I, at this point, by episode three, Commander Grinch and and Hayward are both going to be the overall villains for the next three phases of MCU. The way you guys keep holding on to them.
2: Dude, no. All right, so hang on. Like, there's logic behind what I'm saying. Norman Osborn is involved with Sword. He is also like involved with U.S. Agent, and he's obviously Spider-Man's big bad. Like, he's had he's had tie-ins with the last three MCU things that have came out.
1: Like, I think you could be on to something here, and I hope so. This is what this is what should happen because this could be cool. This could be really be cool, and it all hinges on. I hope this actor is really good because that like he's
2: better than he looks. He looks, like
1: a- <laughs> he looks stupid. I hate his face. He's like the Jameis Winston of actors. No, he's not
2: like he wasn't <laughs> anyone's first round pick. He's undrafted.
1: He's a, yeah. <laughs> he's a, oh but my He's God. about
2: to turn into the Ryan Fitzpatrick
3: though.
1: You oh, don't
2: Roger. want Ryan Fitzpatrick to be associated with this stupid-looking Johnny Walker, non-Steve Rogers. Having
1: it is Johnny
2: Walker. St-
0: Why st-
1: shield it?
2: swindling?
3: That's is his it? name. Is
1: Johnny Walker? I know it's Johnny. It's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> He's but gonna I end
3: know. up being Steven's favorite character by the end of the by the it end of the series. He'll be I defending
1: like, him. He'll be like, nah, no, nah, no, no. You don't understand. shield
2: swindling. Yeah, they'll they'll probably give us some sappy story that's going to make me cry, and
1: even be like, "You got to get into the next gen stuff." Give him a chance. Like, <laughs> you, you don't know. Like, yeah. it, I don't care if he doesn't have a ring. I don't care if he doesn't have a ring. Johnny Walker is <laughs> the analytics. Back. Johnny Walker is the Chris Paul of the MCU. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, he's not. He's the Baker Mayfield. He's the he's the Baker Mayfield of hey, the MCU, hey, and I hate his face. Hey, I hate hey. him. Hey. he stinks he was a Baker bully Mayfield in high school Baker woke
3: up feeling dangerous
2: yeah and then he handed the ball off to 12 running backs before Johnny, he do, that. You think,
1: do you think Baker Mayfield is actually the new the newest Captain America
2: like is that him i would be no, so they, over him um, oh
0: it's my uh, god daniel uh,
3: jones if we're going to compare him it, it's daniel jones <laughs>
2: Daniel Jones might be the okay. dude in the mask. He's got <laughs> a dopey looking face. It could be Eli Manning.
3: <laughs> Daniel Jones is Eli Manning Jr. That's why they drafted him. He That was dropped. Eli Manning. Oh, if, you were to, if you were to make a movie about Eli Manning, you would cast
1: Daniel dude? Jones to play Eli Manning. And we would get that dude to be the stunt double.
2: Eli uh, Manning was okay. a U.S. agent.
1: So maybe next week on Setting the Screen we'll, we'll uh, compare. You put hot uh,
2: sauce on his shield. <laughs> Because we'll he
1: com- <laughs> we'll compare Johnny Walker to every average NFL quarterback. Trend anyway. Dilfer looking <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. So for anybody that doesn't know, uh, These are player, football players that player we're part about. of uh, off the ball network, um a sports network that we're all part of. So uh, sometimes we get a little off track, but, uh, I think that's one of the funniest things that's happened to me in podcasting. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. Oh man. Are okay. <laughs> you crying? I, I am. I am crying. Uh, the, the, uh, the Carrie Collins version of, uh, Captain America has me, <laughs> <laughs> me crying. What's with the New York Giants and these dudes, man. Jay
2: Cutler looking.
1: <laughs>
3: Jared Goff. Jared
1: Goff. <laughs> Wait a minute. The Giants had the Giants had the the greatest of all the goat of goofy white quarterbacks. Who was the the, um, the large dude that like uh, uh, lefty from Kentucky? Yeah. Oh, what was his name? Oh my god. He passed away Wait.
3: recently. Oh dear. Oh, thanks, Rob.
2: You're welcome. <laughs>
1: Make yeah.
2: him do it. Oh. Man.
1: I didn't do it. Oh, okay, we're we can't, okay. we are too far. We're too far. All right, we okay, we are back we got to back up. We're a comic we
2: book show ladies. And we
1: gentlemen. can't talk about um um <laughs> we can't talk about <laughs> Manny's eating New York Giants quarterbacks anymore. We got to move on. Um all right, let's get to episode ratings. We're going to stick <laughs> we're going to stick with Infinity Stones. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Oh, that's great. Jared Lorenzen. Jared Lorenzen. RIP Jared Lorenzen.
2: It looks like the kid from Loyola that's uh, trending Twitter right now in the Captain America mask. Kurtwig.
0: <laughs> like Rob. <laughs> whatever
2: his name <laughs>
0: is.
2: <laughs> Kirchner. Or Kirchwig or whatever his name is.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. We lost Rob. Uh, yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll go first. I'll go first. Um, I actually... Because I mean I've already described basically Anthony Mackie's in it. Um, I'm going to give us a four, a solid four Infinity Stones. I really, especially after the second watch, I really enjoyed it. I really got a lot out of it, and I understand it's all a lead-up episode, but I accept that. You know, mm-hmm. as as to where one division, I was like, I don't need that. We're talking if we're talking espionage and we're talking spy, especially if we're going to you know go the storyline that we think we are. Um, I didn't hate it. Now, if they do this. Another time, then I'll start getting a little agitated. But as of now, the action scene was great. Mackie was great. Uh, I, thought, I thought all the actors did a good job. You know, Bucky's hopefully future wife and mother of his um, super soldier children. Uh, we loved her. So I give it. I give it a solid four Infinity Stones right now. Uh, Stephen,
2: uh, I'm gonna give it a three. I thought it was just. It's. It, I mean, it's another. It TV, Eli it's another TV show. It's not because of U.S. agent. Um, it's not because of Alex Caruso and a uh, Captain <laughs> America mask. <Master. laughs> no, but um, I thought it was a three. I. I just think that it was kind of you know your obligatory introduction. It was. Um, it wasn't as. It wasn't as great of a cinematic of experience as WandaVision was. Time. We
1: can't. Even, I think if we try to, if we if we fall down the rabbit hole of comparing it to WandaVision, then it's going to be trouble. I think we have to yeah. try and take it as its own animal. We
2: compared WandaVision, though to MCU movies, so like if yeah,
1: where that got us though.
2: Yeah. Well, and okay, but I'm just saying, like for the sake of comparison. Hey, no, I'm like, not saying
1: it, you can't do it. I'm just saying yeah. if we do that, like. It's going to be terrible. <laughs> compared I'm to sorry.
2: Me. I thought that WandaVision division was such a cool experience, but so, and in, in even in of itself, like we talked about it throughout the show, like it was a slow burn. That was kind of the, the constant analysis that we've given it. Um, didn't really learn a lot more about anybody except Sam, and the stuff that we learned about was like eh, okay, yeah, um, yeah.
1: Eh. yeah, yeah. Yeah, give it a three. I'm, I'm about, I almost just gave it a three, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, when, when, uh, when Della Vadova showed up at the end in the Captain America uniform, <laughs> I gave him one more. In Stone. <laughs> right.
2: Matt Harpering in it. <laughs>
1: oh, oh, okay, okay, Rob. How many infinity stones for? <laughs> for, so I'm, for I might every, have to, every I'm Patriots gonna... wide receiver, <laughs> Adam Morrison. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> talk
3: about a
2: bust. Well,
1: oh anyway, that's a bust. Know. That is a bust.
2: He had diabetes, so yeah, diabetes. I just that
3: want to. Yeah, but that.
1: that's he's still a bust. Diabetes. Okay, a
3: kid just won a wrestling championship with no ACLs. It'll be all right.
1: I think the diabetes was too much. <laughs> No, no, I'm being serious. Like when he was coming into the league, I'm like, this is a bad idea. He had to yeah. wear it, home, but he couldn't wear it to play. Like I was like, this is no. not. Yeah. Like Jake Cutler, same issue. Like everybody, yep. we always rag on. We I just started doing sports podcasts. I'm yeah. sorry, I apologize, listeners. Let's go so,
3: here. So I'm going to surprise you guys with my ratings. I'm going to give it two Infinity Stones. Um, it yeah. it was it's not very a, not mad at it's it.
1: our lowest rated show yet between Wandavision and this.
3: No, so. not for me. I gave one of WandaVision shows one stone episode.
1: What was that episode? Six, I think it was episode five six. Or six. Oh, yeah, the nineties one. Is that the worst one? No. Was it? Was it
2: the the flashback episode, like the sec, the first flashback it, episode? I think it was. I don't yeah.
3: remember. Not but the I one know where they like,
2: walked through like the doors and stuff, but there was like, no, no, no. It wasn't one. that one. Yeah. I think it was episode six yeah i think six i
3: remember four and five were completely like astronomical it's either six or seven that i really didn't like yeah um but i gave this one too because it started off great with uh with a whole you know falcon scene and -hmm. saving somebody but after that like like steven said it was a slow burn it wasn't i like that we didn't really have to pay super close attention for the easter eggs and which is not a good
1: i know i mean that's yeah it, yeah, it was. Awesome, yeah. you guys you guys are saying it right it's fun to watch but like if you can watch it they weren't like,
2: even in the episode together like that's another thing why mine's yeah. only a three like falcon and winter soldier like weren't even together yeah. yeah
3: and it was just it It was it was definitely it felt like a filler episode and to start your series off with a filler episode essentially it, it's it's not a good look yeah it, I, mean, I think All I'm filler, grading him
1: no I'm grading them on potential as to where I think this is. This is the filler episode. I think you'll uh,
2: talk yourself down on this one as we go. I don't I'm, think I'm,
1: I'm, 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 I want to change my mind, but I'm going to hold on until ne- until next week. Yeah. But at the end of the day, in Kevin
3: Feige, we trust. So I know he's going to come through in the last five episodes. It'll
1: probably be the last two. And I will say though, if this does, if the if the Finale of this is what I wanted the Wandavision finale to be. Then I'll be happy with it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because
2: we're gonna cool. get introduced to you know Baron Zemo. Um, Captain America's niece is gonna be in this too. There's gonna be another like female oh, big I like bad.
1: Her a lot by yeah. the way. His niece girlfriend. So, Are you talking mm-hmm. about? I'm being serious. Like the niece girlfriend.
2: <laughs> I wonder who she falls in love with. Do you think that she falls in love with Bucky or Sam or anybody or? Yeah, uh, I hope thought- <laughs> they do something cool with her because I hate that she was just like. I'm just gonna be love interest real quick, and she had more. Nothing,
1: she had more you know. to, yeah. She had more to give. Uh, yeah, I think her, like, and Anthony Mackie, like, were great. we're great actors in that, in like Civil War and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you, I think that's a good point. Um, I want more of Bucky's girlfriend. What was her name, yeah. Steven? Um, Miki
2: something or another. She's got like some, uh, some, some Japanese name, but she's from Colorado, so I think her name is a uh, Miki though. So. Yeah.
1: Anyway, great. I need more of her. I need more yeah, of her. Great acting. awesome. I hope she gets some super soldier serum and kicks some butt. Maybe she's the next Black Widow. I don't know. I don't care. I don't care. And I <laughs> and I need more of Wes Welker in the Captain America uniform, and we're good.
2: Phrasing, Jeff. That's all I'm going to say. Phrasing. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it, again, you know, we only get six episodes of this. The fact that now we're only going to have five at most, where that's Sam, right. that's, Sam, that's and Buck are going to be together. Um, they're they're the whole show is kind of based on their relationship together. Um, and yeah, it just it was all filler, no killer. You know what I mean? It wasn't. Yeah a whole whole lot to like other than the fact that it's an mcu show i didn't hate it it was you know pretty well done for what we got
0: yeah. but it's fine right.
1: it's fine yeah yeah, yeah. I it was I just all around, around okay I, I liked it a little more than you guys and mainly yeah. it's it's strictly because that's just my this <laughs> is your bag man this is it this is yeah. it yeah. this is my wheelhouse yeah. i i every one of them i watch it's it's an you know what it's it's like the terrible born movies like the last <laughs> three weren't good still mm-hmm. like them still like them and I know they're not good as I'm watching them. I'm like, this isn't good, but I love it. That's so how yep. I feel about the Scream movies. There you mm. go. Yeah. I grew up on the Scream movies. Well, first one's great.
3: I, first one's terrific. Third, third one is garbage. It's so bad. For, fourth one is slightly less stinky garbage. What's the fourth one? Oh, the, the remake. One, yeah. Well, well, not, not the remake. Not, not, a remake, the, but... not the
1: remake. Yeah.
3: Right. Um, I forgot about
1: that one. Holy yeah. cow! They did make a fourth one not that long ago, and they're making a fifth one too. Yes, oh, I heard. Gosh. Yeah, they're bringing some of the cast back. Well, there's not many cast left. But I
2: mean, they're making like Trimmer Twelve or something like that too. So,
1: well, I mean, they're they're on, Trimmers are hard to stop, bro. I mean, that's yeah. a real thing. They're on Fast and Furious eighty-seven right now. Hey, don't be, don't. I'm just
3: saying,
2: man. I think they're going to be in space on the next one.
3: <laughs> that, that's only they've they've ruined every country so far on our So I mean.
2: No, they they go
3: up Mars no, no they've saved every country on earth, you know when one of them came out, they an insurance agency or insurance company watched the movie and estimated the the damage that they caused <laughs> in the movie oh, it was like north of four billion dollars <laughs> in insurance claims that <laughs> hypothetically they would have to you know
2: come up with, yeah.
1: Was, yeah, like, like, uh, it's
2: a terrible deductible, too.
3: By like, the way.
1: real quick, like, I, I, I picked that up in the Snyder Cut. Like, uh, it was there was a part in the movie to where, like, Wonder Woman's like finished a job, got the bad guy, and for whatever reason, she still feels the need <laughs> to blow out a city block. I'm like, that was irresponsible,
2: <laughs> yeah, and in danger all of all the police officers down there just waiting. Like, all Did the they
3: not learn from Sokovia,
1: exactly, irresponsible. totally different (laughs) all right everybody as much fun on this
2: episode today
1: (laughs) this was this was fun i'm glad we did it that was uh that was the episode one of the falcon and the winter soldier
2: 30 minutes just like you
1: wanted (laughs) exactly (laughs) we came in just under 30 minutes uh from going an hour and a half uh who knew i I had no idea with without a without a watch party i knew that
2: was wishful thinking by the way as soon as you said that, i pulled
1: it i pulled it it off last night i pulled it off last night me and uh um me and james went like 29 minutes was perfect so uh sorry you guys talked about sports
3: on an actual sports podcast
1: yes we're on a a marvel podcast I think we really, I think we really made some some crossover. Talking this about JJ Reddick <laughs> as
0: <Agent Zero.
1: laughs> oh, oh my God! Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> oh wait a minute! On that note, um, uh, so next week uh we will do episode two just like this um hopefully we get more um peyton hillis as captain america (laughs) and (laughs) uh, he
2: wishes he was as bulked up as peyton hillis
1: i can't Uh. wait to see uh what they do and i agree with these guys i I think we need a little more we need a little more meat in the the next sandwich um you know they kind of got away with one here and and I think without Wandavision, we might consider this sort of disappointing. But we're kind of riding the riding the uh, the, the wave right now of that. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. So
2: Jeff won't be look. so nice next time. No, no, Marvel, if you give him another one of these. No,
1: no, no, no. You get I know that
2: you're just excited because this is your like the theme yeah. of it. It's if Anthony it was, Mackie yeah.
1: flying yeah. through helicopters and George St Pierre. I don't in a freaking bat suit. Like I'm in. I'm I'm all in. I'm buying all of the stock, George Pierre Batsuit stock that they got. And so, there was
2: only like maybe five minutes of action this whole show.
1: Yeah, are you trying to say. Right? <laughs>
2: I'm just saying,
1: like it wasn't as <laughs> was
2: action packed for for an seven action minutes, show. I counted
0: it. I even
2: oh, made sorry. a note seven of minutes what action. thirty-seven minute hey, show.
0: Hey. hey. <laughs> I've been, I've,
1: I've stayed married with seven minutes of action for 20 plus years. So, don't, don't judge me. Don't judge me.
2: There's, um, a, there's a Manscaped ad in here somewhere that we can tie I, I, this to. Yes, I like it. I like it. Um, <laughs> I have my ad read right here, by the way.
1: Oh, man. So anyway, we, that was a Um I want to thank you. <laughs> Rob wants to get a snack. <laughs> He's out. <laughs> All right. Um I want to thank uh, you made uh cruise Robert on. Cruz. Wanna, <laughs> the ghost of Robert Cruz. I want to thank Stephen Gillespie. This has been an awesome show. Hey, thanks for doing this, guys. This was a blast. Um I think this this was probably, now that I think about it, I think it was more fun. Than, than the actual show was. That's oh, oh this
2: show right here is six Infinity Stones. What we I had to watch so. was only.
1: I think so. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right, guys. Hey, thank you so much. Thanks to everybody uh, that's watching. Go follow both these guys at their uh, respective uh, Twitter handles. Um, go uh, go to Authball Network. Catch everything we're doing on the sports side of it. <laughs> There's more breakdowns of um, <laughs> average white quarterbacks for the New York Giants. <laughs> Luke uh, Longley. <laughs> Just sneaky just just uh the expose on sneaky athletic quarterbacks coming up. <laughs> so uh so anyway, that's it. Thanks everybody for listening. Go check me out. Please like, share, and review all Please. three of our podcasts, everything we do. I know it sounds crazy to beg for it, but it really helps. We really appreciate it, and um, we will we'll see you guys next week. Hey, thanks, Mind guys. Everybody <laughs>